Welcome to the One Time Pod. My name is Wayne. First of all, I have a small question for you all. Speaking of cryptography, what first comes up to your mind? I guess maybe the war. In the wartime, cryptography is so important for winning it. But besides this, there are more stories about cryptography. Today, I'm going to pick one story from the history of cryptography. And explore the mystery behind it. It was a weekday morning. The hassle and bustle began as the sun arising. Although people were busy, they still spent time on magazines for the beginning of the day. A man was reading a magazine in front of the newsstand in the crowd. Seeing a bunch of unknown text, he showed no interest in these and kept on reading the Grams magazine, murmuring. While literature magazines have these symbols, all these stories begin with a challenge. This challenge is started by an editor, Edgar Allan Poe, who writes about the secret reading in the magazine. Maybe he wants to draw more viewers and buyers on the magazine. Poe, as a journalist and cryptanalyst, makes an arrogant claim that he can decipher any cipher text from his readers. His claim lasts for a while until a reader named W. B. Taylor sends him a letter with two cipher text. When the first cipher text was published in Grams in December 1841, it confused both the readers and Paul himself. The first cipher text contains a bunch of symbols. In the text, there are symbols of punctuation marks with some of them upside down, and symbols appear in mathematic. When the first cipher text was published in Grams in December 1841, it confused both the readers and Paul himself. The first cipher text contains a bunch of symbols. In the text, there are symbols of punctuation marks with some of them upside down, and symbols appear in mathematic. Except for these common symbols that people are familiar with, there are weird symbols. Like a pointing hand and a combination of alphabets, it seems to be a substitution cipher, which is a cipher that replaces the original words by different words or symbols. The difficulties of solving a short cipher mix with people's neglect on cryptography at that time. This cipher test remained unsolved and oblivious over a hundred years. When a university professor named Louisa Rinza proposed a theory that W. B. Taylor and Edgar Allan Poe are the actually same person, this astonishing theory makes the cipher test remembered and picked up again by people. In 1991, the first cipher test was finally solved by Terence Willem, and it turned out to be a substitution cipher, but each word was written backward. This means when W. B. Taylor produced a cipher, he first wrote a test and then changed every word backward. After this process, he then replaced every letter by different symbols. When William began to decrypt the code, the similarities between symbols made him make mistakes easily, and the length of the test made the frequency analysis difficult. The frequency analysis is a method of counting the frequency of the symbols and comparing them to the general frequency of the English letters. Since the frequency of the symbols appear less than the English test. William changed his solving method, and he began to find the frequency of pairs of letters. William found out that a pair of symbols appears seven times. The pair consists of three parts: a comma, the symbol of the dagger, and the section sign in math. 
There are two words with three alphabets appear most in English text. They could be either and or the in English. Based on this assumption, William finally solved the separate test. With the solving of the first separate test, more pieces of evidence show that Paul may be Taylor. The plain test is originally created by an English essayist, Joseph Addison. What's more, the main topic of the plain test is about apocalyptic collapse and the soul's immortality, which matches the ideas in Paul's prose. So, is Taylor really Paul? Finally, the second separate test was solved by Gio Braza in 2000, and it turned out to be a polyalphabetic substitution cipher, which means that the plain test letter is corresponding to more than one different letter. What's more, Taylor had misread many words in the plain test, which made the cryptanalysis more tedious. In this separate test, there are 130 different characters for 26 English letters. The characters consist of English letters with uppercase, lowercase, and with some letters upside down. With a total of 660 letters in the separate test, and a large number of varieties of symbols, makes the frequency analysis impossible for solving this separate test. Brother first tried the Kaczynski test. When you use this test, you first need to find the numbers of letters between the two same segments of separate test. Repeating this process for several different segments, you then find the common factors of different intervals. The common factor may be the length of the keywords. Brother used this method and found there isn't a common factor. Being a program engineer, he tries to build a program to search the words in the cipher test and try to use that to find the patterns in the cipher. However, the large amount of information and outcomes makes him hard to keep on processing. He then goes back to normal way to try to find out Z in the cipher test. Brother finds out that cipher test AML comes up again after a long word. So he assumes that AML may represent Z in English. Replacing AML by Z, he keeps on using his program to find patterns. The program works to separate the separate test into possible plain tests based on these three letters. With keeping on working in this way, Brother found more plain tests and finally deciphered it. The theme of the second plain test again definitely fits Paul's writing. This makes the theory that Taylor and Paul are one person more controversial. Both of the codes are decreed by using the similar analysis. William and Brother try to find the common pair that appears in English most, and it really works for the short ciphers. This simple step builds up the basis for solving the ciphers. In Taylor's letter, he praised Paul exactly, and his dictions in the letter appear quite the same as Paul's writing. It seems to be that these two separate tests are the challenges that Paul provides to his readers. After these two ciphers came up in the magazine, Paul ended the challenge by announcing, Our time is much occupied, and we have found ourselves overwhelmed with the communications on this subject, and must close it. Time back to 1989. Another scholar, Sean Rosenham, wrote more about Renda's argument about Paul and Taylor. He analyzed the letter and the Paul's articles. He found the similarities between Taylor's way of expressing sentiment to that of Paul's. What's more, there are many similar themes in their writings. 
with the deciphering of this test, it makes the theory more authentic. Although many pieces of evidence show that this theory is true, no one is 100% about that. Someone suggests that Paul has duplicated Tyler's letter. What's more, some people also believe that this Tyler is real, and he may just imitate Paul's writing style to create this mystery. These two separate tests work to create evidence for the theory, but 159 years has passed without Paul or Tyler publish the truth. This mystery is still unsolved. Why it takes over a hundred years to decipher these two separate tests? The two separate tests are truly difficult to solve, but other encryption methods in wartime are more difficult than this way, and it only takes one or two years. The length of Tyler's cipher test make it unlike wartime ciphers, with a large amount of information to analyze. But isn't a hundred years still too long? People at that time do not care about cryptography. It won't bring them wealth, and no one is totally for sure that he can decipher the test. Without these motivations, the two separate tests are forgot by people. The importance of cryptography is determined by different time backgrounds. In the peacetime of 1980s, no one cares about cryptography. However, in the wartime of the 20th century, cryptography determines the winning of allies. The different backgrounds of these two periods reflect two different positions of cryptography. After the World War II, with the development of computer and algorithm, cryptography began to enter people's lives. The time background changes again. It is cryptography that creates our privacy. The significance of cryptography changes again, and it becomes more important than before. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy it a lot.